the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Of course I am. Yeah. Even more. All right. We're on the we're on the line. I was on on the air talking to Mark Johnson, state senator, and with us. He brought me a quote one time. He printed it up and brought it into. The, it's about two years ago, I think. It might be a little longer. Even. Yeah. Yeah. And it says life is just a series of incentives and disincentives. In other words, if something doesn't work out for you because you did something stupid, you think you'd figure it out. <laughs> Basically, that's right, Dave. Exactly. That's that's putting it in Ellswickese. How's that one for you? But yeah, incentives and disincentives, and I'm still trying to teach my kids that. To so, be honest, so am I. Are you? But I'm very proud of my kids. They're yeah, just... my kid. You know, I love my kids. I think my kids are great. I just wish there's a few things they they would have caught a little better. If may I tell a quick story about my daughter? Yes. Uh, and this was actually an Arkansas business in Whispers this week. Um, she went with me to a conference in uh, Utah. It was ALEC, American yeah. Legislative Exchange Council. And uh, she struck up a conversation with a gentleman outside the hotel. And uh, he, she said, well, are you here for the legislative conference? He goes, no, I'm here. Uh, we're looking at Utah to move our factory from California manufacturing electric cars. Ah, okay. And he said, she says, well, you should come to Arkansas. There you go. And th- when you saw the announcement of Envirotech going to Osceola, 800 yes. jobs. Yes. It came from that chance encounter. I mean, that's a God thing, Dave. Wow. And they love us. They came. They saw. They fell in love with Arkansas. And they've conquered. Now. And they're, they're, they're putting <laughs> – these will be short-distance, last-mile delivery yeah. vehicles, all-electric, uh, fascinating, good people – Christian people, eight hundred jobs. Yes, sir. They bought they bought the uh, old fruit of the loom building, eight hundred, no, six hundred thousand square feet in Osceola. So it's it's just going to be a, a major uh, development for Arkansas. And I it just uh, literally uh, it, you can't call it a chance encounter. That's a God thing. Yeah, L- let's talk about that just a little bit because sure. people don't understand. Uh, what happens when a, a company comes into an area, especially like this one, who has now bought a building? Mm-hmm. They're going to have to completely revamp that building. So now you got all those construction jobs that are going to come in, and they're going to do all that work for them. Then there's all the businesses that will build up around this business to help them out, you know, getting the raw materials to them and, and all the all the rest of the things they exactly. have to do. Dave, just the, I was talking to the CEO yesterday of the company and he was telling me about just redoing the lighting in the building now fortunately 
I give a lot of credit to Mayor Wilson and OCL. The building has been cared for. Okay. Uh, the roof doesn't leak. It's you know, just don't a have a bunch up. of broken windows. Exactly. Well, doesn't it look like it was in New York, is what you're saying. Exactly. But it's <laughs> uh, uh, and it was as close as an industrial building can be to ready to move in. It, it oh, was cool. there, but but uh, and that was one of the attractions. It was ready to go. A lot of places around the state said, "We'll build you a building," but yeah. Uh, in this day and time, with shortage of materials, you can't really. Get yeah, how soon will you build the exactly, building? Exactly, right. Yeah. But it, it was, it's was it been fascinating to be involved in that. I've, I worked as a consultant in economic development for, for over 25 years. and and uh, But this, we work hard. We try to sell our state. We sell our people. Of course, they sell themselves often. But uh, this, to say it fell in our lap, that's not exactly accurate. It is, it was, they just actually took a look at us and uh, they fell in love with Arkansas. And, and I, I must say, probably it would be fair to say that they looked at California and said, "We got to get out of here." Well, sure, yeah, ab- absolutely. I mean, just I can only imagine the difference in cost of electricity between California and Arkansas. That's one of our greatest selling uh, areas is cost of uh, energy here. Exactly, and and it's it could be less, but quality of life is such a thing we take for granted here. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned the, the lockdown and all the things, and you know we couldn't go to school. We couldn't. Our kids couldn't go to uh, taekwondo. That uh, we couldn't go to church. Yeah. At one point, you remember? Can you imagine that? And they just just like this is enough. And uh, I, I know there are many others that can't move immediately, but this is. Uh, I can't believe that, that they are literally killing their economy out there like this. That one, uh, the one church has won their lawsuit against the state of California. Yes. It's not John MacArthur's church. It's a different church. But they, they brought suit against the state, and they won. First Amendment is quite clear. Yeah, it is. Very, very clear. That's right. Yeah. And, and peaceably and assembling good. is in there, too. Yeah, that's and that's good. And if there's one place you don't want to close up in a state as your churches, your houses of worship, you don't want to do that. That's just, that's just plain stupid. You know, it's just incentives and distances. That's right. Well, and that's <laughs> for why government too. And that's why they're leaving out there in California. Exactly. California, New York, Illinois. Those are just three of the top five states that are losing population hand over fist. I think Oregon is another uh, state that's losing. Maybe Washington. You go up that left coast, man. It's not good. It's not good. And a beautiful area. You know, I mean, if you go to other area, other places in Oregon besides Portland, good people, beautiful, exactly. beautiful, like Crater Lake and all that, that's gorgeous places, but people don't want to put up with the crap anymore. And if you get out of the major cities in California, you find beautiful people. Good yeah, people. San Joaquin Valley and all of that, right. yeah, it's good places to go, really is good places. All right, State Senator Mark Johnson's here. We're going to talk a little bit about state legislature today. I want to speak with him about... The fiscal session and how it went, there was a, a little bit of a hubbub before they got there. There's a little bit of a hubbub when they left, you know, before. So uh, we, we want to talk about that here on the uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. And then let's talk about 2023 and what it might hold for the state, because I think the future is bright under the Republicans here in the state of Arkansas. Stay with us. Dave Ellswick Show continuing. want to remind you about PI Roofing, you, how to get your roof done. They're the people to go to. Uh, Joel and Veronica Johnson are great people. Uh, they've been around for about 21 years now. 
I've talked to you. I've had Joel on many a time. He'll be on next Thursday, in fact. And I'll make him tell the story again of how he decided that he wanted to do it different than other roofing companies were doing it at the time that he was working for those roofing companies. So he decided to strike out on his own. And that's when the roof leak detective was, uh, you know, started. And he would drive through neighborhoods. And a good roofing guy can look at your roof and tell if you need a new roof. They can tell if you've got leaks, basically. They can, may may not be able to tell you exactly what the leak is, but they know that your house is probably not holding the uh, the water out from your home. So he would go to those houses and say, hey, look, um, you want me to find the leaks and I'll fix them for you. And uh, that's how it all started. And now he's probably, uh, pro- well, I say probably, I, I, I believe that he's the premier roofing company here in central and perhaps the whole state of Arkansas. So give them a call. I just had them put a new roof on my house. 10-year leak-proof warranty, 25-year warranty on the roof itself. It's a great deal. And they dealt with my insurance company. Uh, They got the money out of the insurance. I don't even have to pay uh, a deductible on it. It's it, they took care. They took care of me. I'm just telling you, they'll take care of you too. Seven zero seven thirty five fifty one is their number, or visit them online. It's piroofing dot com. Okay, so Mark Johnson and I just had a small conversation during that break, and I bet you the conversation we had is the same one a lot of you are having at your house when you're sitting down and you watch. You know, I don't know about you, but I sit down, I'll be watching television with my wife, and we're carrying on a conversation back and forth while we're watching watching TV. Now, we're watching 1883. We might get real quiet because there's a real dramatic part on or something like that. But typically, we'll talk to each other. It's really difficult for us when we go to the movies not to talk back and forth to each other. But we do. We don't, we don't bother people sitting around us. But... Uh, we're just talking about gas. Gas right now is well over a dollar more a, a gallon than it was this time last year. In fact, as I was driving in today, I was looking at the gas prices, and in Cabot, $3.35 a gallon is what it was. Now, I remember when it was under $2 a gallon not too long ago. That's right. And then last year is over $2 a gallon. It's about two fifty, I guess. And diesel is maybe now in a lot of places over $4 yes. a gallon. Yes, okay. So let's talk about that. You'll hear the talking heads say that ain't a big deal, but let's just do a little a little math here. I, I Facts don't lie, okay? Now, liars figure, okay, but figures don't lie. So you always got to remember that. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm just going to be honest with you. Okay, let's say it's a dollar a gallon more. It's more than that, but let's just round it out to a dollar. I fill up twice a week, and it's costing me it's costing me thirty dollars more a week for gas. So I take that thirty dollars. Now let's multiply that by fifty two weeks. How much money is that? It's fifteen hundred and sixty dollars. Extra just for my gas. Extra. That's an increment. That's right. For my gas. I mean, how much is it for you? How much? How much extra are you paying? What could you? What could I have bought with that fifteen sixty? Maybe you're paying nineteen hundred dollars more a year. What could you have bought uh, with that? I bet you could have bought a lot of different things with that. Uh, 
maybe take an extra week's vacation or something or think about go out to eat a few more times think about taking that fifteen hundred dollars and putting it in a uh, educational savings account for your kids college and you do this for several years 529 or any any vehicle you're just saving it how much will that be in future value uh if if you had that invest instead it's just you might as well you could take fifteen hundred dollar bills out in the front yard and light them with a match and you'd be just as well off i mean this is what we're dealing with and it think about that four dollar a gallon diesel fuel day all these trucks that are delivering things to you that's about double isn't it uh and not quite but it's still it's Pretty significant it, it it the increment is more than on gasoline and uh we're but but the, the cost of everything you buy is affected by that because it has to be transported to you yeah that's why all those really greedy companies are raising their prices as uh, the president pointed out i'm going to take care of all these price raises it's the companies that are doing that they're taking advantage of you oh sit down and shut up i mean seriously is he that stupid that he doesn't even understand basic economics you're right Dave, and we have we have some of the liberal democrats in washington that they understand it perfectly they just won't admit it sadly i really think president biden really doesn't understand it and i I was mentioning to you a moment ago i said we're fortunate in arkansas that you know we know our u.s senators by their first name and and they're our friends and we can talk to them they're normal people yeah Uh, i can tell you having worked up there that some of these large state senators are so and the long time ones and biden was a very long time they are so insulated from reality they are treated like royalty they're they're and house members not quite even nowhere near so much but after years of that and having everybody kiss your you know what for all you lose track of reality and and biden is yeah. clearly in that that group and he's he he has he needs a reality check and and but i i really think he's he's always been goofy but now he's goofy and a little bit of senility coming in. Yeah. It's a little bit frightening. No, yeah. it's a lot frightening. Well, it just amazes. Kosaki has done this too. Jen Saki, his spokesman, blaming companies for raising prices. Well, you're going to have to raise prices. I'm just looking at me. Fifteen hundred dollars extra a year just in gas. I can't absorb that. I got to figure out a way of offsetting that, and I do. In other areas that I typically would spend money, now I don't spend money there. Exactly. Maybe. I don't go out to dinner as much. I'm just mentioning that. You don't take your wife out to eat because that money's now going in the gas pump. And it uh, and that means a, maybe a job in that restaurant you might have otherwise That's exactly to. right. And that means restaurants, and as hard as it is for them to find people right now, now it's going to be even harder because they don't have the money to go out and hire a person, perhaps, and the the customers are can't don't have the money to go to the restaurant. Yeah, because they're sitting down and they're looking at your menu and they're going, "This costs what? Go to a steakhouse." Oh, beef is just crazy. Yeah, go to a steakhouse right now. It's it's an insane. My daughter came home for Christmas and she she called from the road. My my younger daughter lives in Colorado and she, I said, "Are you on your way?" She said, "Yes." Dad, would you? Would you cook meatloaf and, and cream potatoes? And I said, sure. So I go get meatloaf. I get get the ground beef, and it's like it's like three pounds of ground beef. It, it was like uh, $33. Isn't that crazy. amazing? Think and about I said, that. I could have had a whole pork roast for yeah. this. Yeah. 
You remember when when ground beef was under a dollar a pound? Oh, sure. It's unbelievable. This is, and I'm not blaming the cattlemen. I'm not blaming the processors. I'm not blaming anyone. I'm blaming this administration right now. Well, there's inflation, and then there's shortages, and they've created a lot of shortages. Which, of course, the demand. Everybody wants beef. Uh, almost everybody. Anyway. Yeah. But it's uh, uh, that when the demand is there, and you can't supply it, and you've 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 done all the things to hurt the the, the cattlemen. And not and the processors, you got processing problems, uh, shortages, shortages, short. It's going to reflect in prices. It's just you know, Adam Smith figured this out a long time ago. Yeah, it, it, yeah. A lot of people have known this, and I was taught this in high school. Now I don't know how much economics are taught in high school anymore. We had to do a year of econ, and then we did a a year of of history, um, a half a year of a world history and then a half a year of U.S. history. So, you know, in government, I mean, we were, they did a pretty good job of, of giving, getting us ready of understanding how things worked. I remember walking into my econ class and uh, I can't remember, I can see the guy's face, but I can't remember his name. I remember my government teacher, his name was Petron, Mr. Petron. I remember him, but uh, I can't remember the name of my econ teacher. But we walked in, and as we walked in, he handed out a business section of the newspaper to each of us as we came in. And he uh, then he gave us $1,000 in Monopoly money. And then he said, sit down, do a study of the stocks that you're interested in, see who's making money, who's not making money, and if you... If you make this much over your $1,000 I've given you, I'll give you an A for the class. If you And he, he had it broken down. And that's how we learned econ. I thought that was a very good exercise. That's brilliant. That's, that's really brilliant. It was a good exercise to do. And, and every day, because and that, that class met every day, we would sit there and the first thing you would see is all these students sitting around their desks with the business section open looking at the stock market. That's pretty cool. I wish it, well, there was you know, more te- of that now. Teachers from that are functioning in the real world are, are such a blessing. I had a, I had a, a teacher in, in that taught uh, uh, geography. He was a retired Air Force sergeant. Uh, his name was Jerry Bradford. A lot of my friends in Conway will remember Mr. Bradford. He was a great guy. He was very funny, but he he divided the world into two groups critters and varmints <laughs> and i'll never forget i asked him one time i said well mr bradford what are the chinese and here we are right now dealing with this same thing and he says well i said those he said those nationalist chinese in taiwan he goes i, I think they're critters but those red chinese they are definitely varmints yeah and still here what oh, 50 years later now they're varmints on steroids just, now exactly exactly and that's uh, you know these basic truths that that some of our our good teachers from way back then have, have taught us they were right yeah they were they were and when they taught us econ uh they didn't teach us that socialism was on par or equal to capitalism capitalism was the gold standard you know, when you got down, by the time you got to capitalism, you're looking at the 10 standard. And when you got to communism, you're looking at dirt. 
That's that's the way we were taught then. And I wish that they would teach that still today. They don't. I know they don't. It's very obvious in our colleges that they don't. Well, the fact that you have the AOCs of the world, it shows that you've, again, and I, it's it that those are the kind of things that bother me that there are actually young people that believe this drivel about socialism. Forget the the personal liberty implications of a lot of this stuff. Just the simple laws of economics yes. that they don't get. They don't get the supply and demand, and nope. they want a centralized economy. Well, the the go back over to China. Look at Hong Kong with its absolute unfettered free market capitalism. And then a few miles away, communism. Where is the where is the most wealth? Where is the most success by just about any measure, including the happiness measure? Yeah. Well, and now they've they've they're crushing that. Yeah. Look at Hong Kong now. Yeah. It ain't like it used to be. I mean, it's not. It's just not. And it's and that's sad. And it's of course it is. But that's what's happened. I thought we I thought that the, we won the Cold War and, and the Soviet Union was gone and that China was becoming capitalist and all of a sudden you look up and we're threatened. We've got Putin going into Ukraine and we've got the threat of Taiwan being yep. invaded. We'll come back. We'll talk more about it. State Senator Mark Johnson with us a voice of reason on the Dave Ellswick show. News is next. Man, we've already done the first half hour of the show. It's gone fast, and uh, Mark Johnson, State Senator, is going to be with us. He's from over in the Maumel area. We're going to talk about the state legislature some here in just a moment, and then I'm going to have him tell you a story about a woman from the Ukraine that came on the floor of the Senate and talked to them uh, about what's happening over there. So we want to hear that. We'll do that in a moment. I need to talk to you about crime is up. I don't. I guess I don't even need to tell you that. You see it on the news all the time. Uh, crime is up in our area. That means getting an alarm or a security system may be something that's on your mind. But if you're going to get one, make sure that, you know, you save yourself some money. And, uh, you know, Billy Mack can do that for you for ICU protection. That's the letter I, the letter C, and the letter U. ICU protection, LLC. Uh, he'll tell you, hey, don't don't worry about the hardware. He's not going to charge you from for the hardware. That that's absolutely free to you. All you pay is for the service. Service starts at forty dollars a month, which is a very reasonable cost for having a good alarm security kind of monitoring system for your home or for your business. You want a camera? He's got cameras, and they're not just they're not the cameras you see on A and E and all of that. The crime show shows, and uh, the people are all distorted and they look like they're glowing and things like that no they're 1080p uh, cameras uh, that's the same type of picture you get on your tv if you got direct tv like i do so i i got direct tv so i can watch sports and that kind of clarity i love it makes it worth not going to the event when i can sit on the 50 yard line so to speak and and really watch sports on, on my television also uh, with his systems the the analytics uh, it used to be it was like a a light that they had or or a sound wave and it would kind of figure out well that looks big enough to be a person or well it could be a big dog or whatever that's not the way it is any longer with the analytics they got uh, the systems now can detect whether it's a person animal a car or even a big gust of wind so know that you're not going to get a lot of false uh, you know 
reports to your cell phone because they send it to your your cell phone and then you can bring it up on your your smartphone and you can look inside your house if you got a camera and see what's going on you can watch and see what's going on so talk to billy mack about this he'll be happy to uh, run over it for you get you the kind of uh system that you want at the cost you want to spend 501-205-1333 is his number and remember pay for the service not for uh the hardware all right mark johnson with us state senator mark you said that uh, uh your wife has a seamstress who's from the ukraine all right, right. so you wanted to to talk a little bit about well them. this is how we met the lady she's my constituent uh okay. lives in my district uh, in north pulaski county and uh, she uh uh just we, we met her that way but she young lady very articulate very smart very brave and uh, i invited her and she was more than happy to come on the floor of the senate and speak to the senate when we were considering a resolution condemning russia uh which uh, we passed unanimously on that happened last week doesn't it? it happened two days ago, no, two days day only Tuesday. Yesterday. and it was uh, but she told about uh, she's in an area her 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 father sends her videos uh we have one where we hear the uh fire gunfire or artillery fire in the background uh they have a root cellar an older home that's been there probably a couple of generations their their root cellar they made it into kind of a bunker so they can go down there when the shelling starts uh, uh, it's it's just frightening to when you when you actually meet someone that's parents and sister on the other side of the world are actually dealing with this it makes you stop and count your blessings and uh i think Maybe it's not fair that we get we were kind of desensitized to a lot of wars around the world. You know, when the Palestinians and Israelis are having issues, we just kind of well, that's just what happens there. But when it happens in Europe, I think it gets a little closer to home. We we lived in fear of Russia and with NATO for sixty years. Every world war has started in right Europe. there, and it's no different than when Hitler said, "Well, we've got a lot of German speaking people there in the." In, in Czechoslovakia, we need to go in and protect them. Yeah, this is the same, uh, same thing over in that, Poland that that Putin is using, and it. Yeah, uh, look what happened. Yep, it's yeah. it's it's a it's a frightening time, uh, but when you actually meet brave people like that, and 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 she she came on our Senate floor, and we we gave her a standing ovation. And, I bet you it's not, you could hear a pin drop when she talked to you. Yeah. You know, I mean. This has been this has been a lot like the Vietnam War. It's being televised, right? I mean, with much better technology. That's right. It's coming into your into your living room every night, and you're you're keeping up with it. If you watch any of the news channels, you know it's hour upon hour of coverage. So, you know, it's it's, it's having an effect on people. It really is, and with the the things that our country and other countries are doing to try to bring Putin to heel. And I don't think they're going to be able to, but they're trying to bring him to heel. And, uh, you know, it's having effects on our own economy now. Indeed. You know, it's a world, it's a worldwide thing where it's a small world. When you think about it, it really, really is. It's a small world. Absolutely. And if you didn't think nuclear weapons really make a difference, that's the only reason that probably American troops don't have boots on the ground right now. 
and we're getting at it against them. All right. For the simple reason that, you know, when you got enough uh, capability to destroy the world a couple times over, it'd make people pause. Certainly would make about what they're going to do. Yeah. And what are you going to do? It's like the new, the no fly zone. Everybody said, we need a no fly zone. Okay. So let's say we're out patrolling one day, making sure that no Russian planes are up and they get into it in a little dog fight. And one of those planes gets shot down. What happens then? Do cooler heads prevail, or do we ratchet it up another couple steps? I mean, those are things you got to think about right now. World War One started with one shot. Yeah, the Duke, was it the Duke, the Archduke of of Austria? Yeah, got shot, and uh, this thing spiraled out of control. It, it that war shouldn't have happened. Nope. But World War Two was a, in many ways, a continuation of World War One. So you can't treat these isolated instances as. Uh, as well that's really not relevant it's just a small thing well from that came millions of deaths well see you got to understand history if you don't you're bound to repeat it we've been told that okay uh world war ii the reason hitler did what he did is because you know he was butt hurt because of the treaty of versailles uh, Versailles. all right and that's why he did what he did and then he hated the jews on top of it now you got putin and, you know, he's hurt because of the, the Cold War Union and the Soviet up. Union broke up. Right. And he wants to bring it back together. Right. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And when you've got a, a despot like that, and he says to Finland and Sweden and Norway, don't you think about joining NATO? Look at what's happening over there in, uh, in the Ukraine. He you told them that just the, there. just the other day. He That's told them right. that, right? That he it's his it's his ego about you know. Well, all my predecessors were the the czar or the commissar, the commissar. of the whole yes. Soviet Union, and now I'm just just the president of Russia, which is still pretty big. But uh, as you mentioned it earlier, they've always been paranoid and wanted a buffer. Yep, around there. Yep. Uh, country and that's that's part of this yeah i i look at uh at, at this guy and when i look at him what surprises me is he hadn't grown a big you know bushy mustache yet you know stalin or lenin surely he's going to have one of those before long all right let's move away from that though want to move into local politics quickly sure. uh how 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 do you feel about the the financial uh meeting that y'all have had getting fiscal house in order and all of that dave we had we had a good fiscal session some of the things that were peripheral to the core issue kind of grabbed some headlines but uh uh our economy in spite of everything is doing well uh we have uh uh adequate revenues we've been able to cut taxes drastically we passed in december the biggest tax cut in arkansas history uh, we're moving in the direction of of no personal income tax, and that's not yes. just a good idea. And we last time I was on the air with our friends from Acre, we talked about the implications of that. Yep. Uh, but we we still have you know we have good revenue. There's there's a good base in our economy. Uh, I'd like to see it spread around the state a little bit more in more areas. But uh, uh, we 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 see good things. You know, we keep having these surpluses and. And part of that is because of good budgeting. We don't get crazy on our estimates. Uh, but but Arkansas, as a fiscal matter, is, is doing very well. 
Uh, we're, we're, there's some things we've got to get accomplished. We talk about broadband all the time, but when you broadband is in the, in the 19th century, we needed railroads in the early 20th century. We needed rural electrification uh, in the, Later 20th century, we needed highways. In the 21st century, we need broadband. It's just an infrastructure need for us to have a strong economy, and we've got to get it done. That's that's where we are. I think we'll be done middle of next week. Uh, I still ask myself, do we really need to have a separate fiscal session? It, it Every time we have it, I'm thinking, did we really need this? Couldn't we go back to a fiscal biennium where we do it all in the, in the odd-numbered years? Uh I want to look at that. I'm not saying let's go do that right now, but uh, I don't see a big improvement. I, one time I hoped that Arkansas would take the fiscal session and really drill down on some economic issues and maybe where we sh- where we should cut taxes more, get the scalpel out, so to speak, and instead of the, the meat acts or just, well, it's income tax or it's sales tax. If we could look at that in a big picture, I think it might be good. But if we're just going to go through and basically – extend what we did last year in the regular session as as our budget then maybe not a waste of time but not an efficient use of our time well if you want to get to where you don't have any income tax where people don't have to fill out an income tax form it would seem to me you're going to have to cut spending you know i don't think we had much of a a stomach for that i have to say that i have spoken with people in the i'll say administration although she doesn't have one yet of uh sarah huckabee sanders high up in her group and uh this particular gentleman asked me about you think there would be a stomach for actually cutting spending and i said you are preaching to the choir yeah there you go and that you see it we go up there and we go see these budget bills you see it every day we have room to cut things in the budget, more importantly, and to fund some of the things that aren't properly funded, take away some of the the fat and put it into where it's needed. Well, we had an inter- I had an inter- uh, interesting discussion a couple of years back with a state representative on the air, and it got a little heated as we were talking, because mm-hmm. I was telling them they had too much money, they didn't need as much as they were going to get, and he kind of snidely said, well, I'm going to make you governor right now. What would you do if you were governor? I said, I'd call every department and said, cut by 10%. And you would have thought he was going to have apoplexy right in front of me. Well, there's a presumption he had that all that spending is needed because you keep hearing, well, we don't have enough for this. That's right. But that's because it's over here. Yesterday, we had a, David Ray had an appropriation uh amendment to one of the appropriation bills to put a little Great bit guy, more money in he is and he's one of my state representatives in my district and my friend but it, we have a thing called succeed scholarships these are yep. scholarships for, for mostly for disabled kids the disabilities could come could be developmentally dis, disabled could be kids with dyslexia or other you know autism uh, so that's little, why he was tech tweeting gave, today gave a little bit of just a little bit more money to for to meet the need there and anytime you start doing this the democrats and some of sadly some of the republicans go crazy because you're taking that away from public schools those kids i'm thinking how many of these public schools have have astroturf football fields and and this one representative asked david said now these are not going to 
to, to guys, kids that play football at right, PA. Right. And this guy exploded and he talked about it was, it was, it was madness. And David was just making a point that these are actual needs, not subsidies Correct. for someone in private. And you would think, he said, well, how do you know they're not playing football? And what do you, and the point is that when you start <laughs> tapping into these superintendent slush funds, you know, if, if we've got kids with, autism and dyslexia that can't have their needs met while we're we're funding you know a junior college style stadiums in our our school district we just got to get our priorities straightened out that's all and i'm biggest football fan you know but let's let's keep our priorities straight well the same as, as talking to them and these superintendents have these building funds that are just flush with cash I mean, we've had Acre on talking about that. They know how to hide money. Yeah, billions of dollars in this state amongst the schools. And then they talk about, well, we got to dig more money out of the pockets of individuals in this state to pay for these programs. No, we don't. The money's there. Let go of the money that you guys are hiding. You know, we've seen that even in the legislature as well. We'll talk about it in a moment. Got to get a, a final break here. Let's do that. And then I'll make, I'll make my point and let... Uh, and, and let our guest then make his point with the, the folks from the legislature. The Dave Ellswick Show, David Lucas Financial, wants you to know if you're going to get into silver and gold, trying to protect your nest egg right now with inflation and everything that's going on, you need to know about buying silver and gold. It's not like just buying any other thing. This is a precious metal, so you got to be very, very careful about it. you got to know that you're paying the right price for it. I mean, if you're paying $2,100 an ounce right now, not good. When it's only going for $1,900 on the market. Just just keep in mind about all of this kind of stuff. Learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets, your IRA, your 401k, all that hard-earned uh, money you've made by calling 501-222-3315. Uh, the folks at David Lucas Financial works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country. So uh, you get direct prices from the dealer that you can trust. And by calling 501-222-3315, you will learn more about what it takes to buy silver and gold. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial, an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, one last point, and I'll turn it over to Mark Johnson to talk about this, and then I want him to give us kind of a preview of what he thinks is going to happen in 23. I know that's a long time away, but still... Let's do a little preview of that. I remember when Beebe was governor and there was some policy that they were pushing, the Democrats were pushing, and the big argument was that we didn't have the money for it. And all of a sudden, out of Beebe's office, we get this note from the governor that, oh, yeah, we found the money. We've got the money to do this. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it came down, I started talking to legislators, and they all admitted that every department has their own slush fund. That there's that kind of money just kind of slap. There's all that kind of slap room well, out there. Dave, I don't know that you could say each department does, but there's there's money around that can be, there's flexibility within the budget, you know, within reason. And uh, uh, the 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 guys with the green eye shades they can, they can sometimes figure that out and I'm, i like that well it's an old term but it, yeah well that's now true it's a, now you have a computer monitor but it's yeah. still the same thing but uh the fact is that we as i alluded to a minute ago we we can talk about 
using fiscal session to maybe drill down deeper and, and, and budget with a little sharper pencil. I, I'm not saying we, we're going to do that, but uh, uh, these these things, you know, it's our responsibility to, to educate ourselves on many of the details of the budget. And that's why there's 135 of us. Do we have different areas of expertise and we look at things differently? I'm, uh, I mentioned a moment ago and I kind of made, I shouldn't have talked about football stadiums. So a lot of these local, they've paid for their football. Right, right. But the point is that we, we, we have money to take care of special needs kids. We do. And for people to oppose that because it's, oh, that's a, that's a voucher system. That's, you know, we're, we'll get, that's transferring taxpayer money to, to private. No. It's for the children. It follows the child. You don't even want to start with me. Oh, I, I, vouchers are, you know, that's like, don't say that word. Well, here's the V word. Yeah. Uh, scholarships. Let's give a scholarship to every student in the state of Arkansas for the amount of money the state spends for their education and let them take their scholarship to whichever school they and, want. And in 90 something percent of the cases, that will be their local public schools. Yes, it will and be. that's fine because we have some wonderful ones and I've traveled to many of them in my district. But the fact is that this is a parental choice thing. This, yep. And and we've got to uh, in some cases, we have to wrest control of these children's lives from the educrats and give it back to their parents to make these proper decisions because every child has different needs. And a one-size-fits-all cookie-cutter system just doesn't always work. All right, 23. You got a uh, good possibility. I'm going to say it's about 95% or higher that Sarah is going to be governor of the state of Arkansas. I'm, I'm going to make this statement as well. She's much more conservative than Asa Hutchison. So what do you think happens? Well, Dave, I think you're right about that. Uh, some people are saying, well, she doesn't have that much experience and all that. Neither did Dale Bumpers when he became governor. Neither, neither did Orville Faubus. Uh, neither did uh, – now, David Pryor had been in the legislature. I'll say that for him. Uh, Winthrop Rockefeller. These weren't necessarily experienced governmental people. She grew up in it. Her dad was, she in her formative years, she watched it up close and personal. Uh, she knows good people. She is a conservative. There's not a doubt in my mind about that. And I am very hopeful that, that a more conservative legislature, which I seek on the horizon, working with a more conservative governor, we will see some of the things we've all kind of said are our gold standard, our North Star of, of moving in the direction of building our state into a more uh, properly conservative. A lot of these rhinos in the legislature, I think, will end up going home. And I think that we're going to see a red wave. And, and that will affect what happens in 23. Positive things, actual budget cuts in areas that we should, and hopefully tax reduction. All right. We're out of time. We'll have him back on. We'll dig in. We'll get Acre on here, too. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. They're great people. They yeah. really, really are. Let's take a break, and then we got to talk about cars. That's happening next on the Dave Ellswick Show. Elswick. 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 
All right, second hour. Man, first hour flew. Love having Mark Johnson on state senator. Very uh, articulate and doesn't hold back. Tells you what he thinks and and how he believes, and it's good to have him on. Going to have him on again, of course, with the election getting ready to come up, and uh, you know we got the primary all gearing up. You're going to hear more and more uh, political people here on my show, and and hear them talking and what they believe in, and be questioned by me and be questioned by you and all the rest. Uh, with that in mind, don't forget that one week from today, one week. We'll have our very first town hall meeting over at Agape Family Life Center. You want to buy a ticket to go see it, uh, you go to uh, 1011fmtheanswer.com. Uh, click uh, on it. Click on the banner ad for the uh, town hall for lieutenant governor, and you can buy your ticket there. $10. Not uh, very expensive at all. Uh, we got to pick up a, a little bit of money because we got to pay for the places that we have these at and uh, a lot of the equipment and things of that nature so that's why we're charging ten dollars but you'll be able to hear it live on the radio if you can't get a ticket and uh, i know that steve is going over and uh, checking out the uh, mevo and that's what we use uh, to be to broadcast on facebook and he's going to check that out. And uh, if everything works out the way we think it will, you'll be able to watch it on my Facebook page as well. I need you to call in your questions uh, or text, email me your question for the Lieutenant Governor's Town Hall. You do that by uh, sending your question to Town Hall at Salem L R S A L E M L R dot com. Uh, don't make your uh, questions specific to a candidate. Make them generic for all of the candidates, and we will have every candidate answer your question. We'll get as many questions in as we can. It's two hours long. It starts at 7 o'clock. It'll wrap up uh, by 9 o'clock. And right now I've got five of the six candidates coming. There is one that hasn't given me a direct answer yet and i'm i'm waiting on that uh if they don't let me know by tomorrow uh i'll let you know who that is that says that they don't have the time to come and talk to you all right i'll let you know that uh but anyway i give them up until friday that's what i told all of them and uh, i'm looking forward to doing this that's the first time we've gotten a radio station that uh, wanted to do town hall so we're doing one for the lieutenant governor we're doing one for, of course, uh, AG, and we're doing one for the Secretary of State. Uh, we're still looking at governor. We're trying to work some things out for that. And in May, there is a possibility we'll have one for Senate and one for District 2 Congress. So we'll work, I'm working on those as well, trying to get, trying to get everybody to agree uh, to do these. So... You know, there's there's positives and negatives for every candidate when they look at these. With that said, Joe is here. He's sitting across from me on my left. And then uh, Russell is here from Duck's Garage. He's sitting to my right. Good to see you both. And uh, I got to come see you because I got something going on with my car. So I need to have the air conditioner checked. It doesn't blow really cold, cold air. We can handle that. Yep. I, you know, you know me. I want it cold enough that if I hold my hand up to it, it makes my knuckles hurt. 
<laughs> that's well that don't take much when you get to our age dave yeah and i well i i know that in the middle of summer you better be blowing that cold if you want to be comfortable in your car that's all that's all i know yeah we can take care of you what's going on with you uh, russell things going all right over at uh, at ducks everything's going good just crazy busy and wild but other than that everything's going great. wild what's wild oh just busy 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 when i think about fixing trucks and fixing cars last thing that comes to my mind is it's wild just wild problems here lately just strange out of the ordinary problems oh that's kind of cool though but that makes your job a little bit more interesting isn't it it does makes my brain hurt sometimes but yeah (laughs) it it definitely makes more interesting all right how about you joe you run into any weird stuff every day every day yeah okay and everybody is now wanting their cars and they bring in that Model T, and they say, yeah, I want this to last another five years. Well, we had, we had one that was in. It was a, a, a 2000, or actually a, a 99, 1999 Chevrolet truck that they had tried to steal, and they broke the lock and key cylinder and messed ignition switch up, and we put an ignition switch in lock and key cylinder. Now, 99 model don't have no accessory position. It just turns off key pulls out. Well, they messed the housing up. Uh-oh. And, and and the gentleman brought it in was helping an uh, older lady, and she couldn't understand that that didn't have a, an accessory position. We got through it did because those are the only parts that were available. There's a date break in there, and we couldn't get them, so we ended up getting some used stuff and making it work and fixing the car. But it sure does make things hard, doesn't it, Russell? Yeah, it does. Acquiring parts, and this car is only 22, 23 years old. Yeah. It's, only well and it's it's only got like eighty thousand miles on it this truck you know she doesn't drive it that often and she's a elderly woman but we had we were trying to get it back exactly like it was because didn't want to confuse her on it so yeah you know, it, it's kind of a tough deal sometimes when the manufacturer doesn't supply those parts anymore and aftermarket just like the housing you know the housing's part of the column yeah that will on, yeah <laughs> in an instance like that we normally just change the whole column what we had to do get a, get a pull out and change the whole column yeah but finding one like that it, it is kind of difficult too you know yeah because, finding anything is yeah. kind of difficult now well, 22 23 years old it, it makes things it makes our job a little bit rough it would have been fine the way we had it but it was different and and she wasn't going to accept that yeah well that's the problem it was different yep. and she was setting her ways that's correct she didn't want different <laughs> she wanted the way want, she wanted it i want the same yeah. We got it fixed for her, and she's happy, and everybody's took care of her. But that's just some of the woes, like Russell said, makes your head hurt. You know, this ain't supposed to be that hard. Just right. <laughs> but been, it ends up being hard, doesn't it? I've been beating my head against an 18-wheeler for a day and a half, and I finally, it's just one of them thinking problems. It's a programming issue, and, yeah, it's just been one of them things. That is the local number, eight. And people tell me, Dave, you give the number too fast. Okay, eight two three, zero nine six five. Okay, that is the phone number to call in if you got a question for uh, Joe or uh, for uh, for Russell. Let's talk about something that's coming up for bumper to bumper, and that is the car show that's coming in April, April thirtieth. Okay, that's the last day yeah. of of the that's month. Uh, you can go to BTB autoparts.com and register your car now how much is this 20 bucks i think so okay so 20 dollars. all of that money uh is going to the ronald mcdonald house all the money that is made 
uh, by bumper to bumper and by the uh, the service centers uh, during the car and truck uh, show. All that money goes to uh, uh, Ronald McDonald's uh, house. And that came up because of Russell's dad, Duck, because uh, you guys have had personal experiences with the Ronald McDonald house. Yeah, I have a, have a cousin or a cousin has a daughter that spent a lot of time in children's and they spent a lot of time at the Ronald McDonald house and they really helped them out a lot. So. They did a good job with them. And so, you know, Duck said, this is a group that we should be giving money to. So we do. That's, yeah, that's where, a, where it's it a goes very, to. It's a very good group, too. It's very good people there. If you've never seen the the, the house, go over. They'll take you on a, on a tour. Mm-hmm. They'll explain it all to you just so you know what it is that they do that's so so great it's really amazing what they do we've had them on before talking about it we'll probably have them on before the end of of april but uh they got all kinds of uh, categories for cars uh they've got a new category this year was going to happen two years ago but we haven't had uh the car and truck show since the pandemic broke out uh so uh you know as far as if you got a truck and you got a lift kit on it we've got a we got a category for you this time yeah the four-wheel drive class you yeah. want to get into it you want to do it we're not going to put a mud pit out there sorry <laughs> we we thought about it but then thought now we don't want to have to clean it up after it's all over <laughs> with so uh we're not going to do that but btbautoparts.com that is the website you need to go to we do it all by web it just means, uh, hey, that's the way we do things in the world anymore. Now you can register the day of the show from 7 to 10. We'll start judging at 10 and judge till 1 or 2 like normal. And uh, we'll, uh, But you can if you want to drive in that day. We've got to get a golf cart so we can haul duck around. We've got that arranged. Yeah. Oh, yeah. do we got that already set up? Good. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. All right, because he's, he's getting a big surgery coming up in, in May and Hopefully, he'll be back here on the show by about that time. So I'm looking forward to him being able to join us again here in studio. Sure. You know, we miss him. If you're listening, I miss you, buddy. I really do. I miss you. He's doing pretty good. He's been in pretty good spirits. I talked to him on the phone the other day. Yeah. He sounded in pretty good spirits. He's getting tired of the way things are right now. Just getting bored sitting at home. Yeah. I don't blame him. I would, too. Yeah. You know, you you love your wife, but you only want to talk to her so long. I'm just. I know my wife doesn't listen to my show, so I'm. I'm. She's sleeping right now. I completely so I understand that question. <laughs> so I, I can say stuff like that. All right, seventeen after seven here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't run anywhere. Eight two three zero nine six five. We got questions, and then these guys got answers, and we'll get to that when we return here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. East End Towing. They're ready to help you out if you need. Uh, some service on the side of the road, maybe not on the side of the road. Maybe it's at your house. Maybe you got up this morning and you got a flat tire. And uh, I don't know about everybody else, but if I'm getting ready to go to work and I'm all clean and I'm ready to, to do my thing, the last thing I want to do is to get down and jack up a car and change the tire. And, and I know I'm not going to be able to keep the tire from hitting my clothes and getting dirt on them and all that. And then i then I got to go in and start all over again. And it's difficult for me to match clothes as it is. So bottom line is uh, let them come out and take care of it. They will. All you got to do is call them 501-888-8849. It's more than just a tow, man. They take good care of you. That's East End Towing. Reason to watch it. 
All right, we're back with you, the Dave Ellswick Show. Sitting here talking about, uh, you know, the way of the world. Mark Johnson sent me a, a text, Senator, State Senator, and he said, Dave, it just, it just hit me. Number one, thanks for having me on, but during the whole time I was on, we never said the word COVID, and that's a good thing. And I agree with him. I absolutely yep. agree with him. All right. Hey, Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. You got a question for uh, Joe and for uh, Russell? Yes, sir. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get a front end wheel on me. To yeah. have my tires rotated too. Yes, sir. Are you asking about a price on that or? No, just, I was just wondering. Okay, so. Here, let me let me give you something that happened to me. Okay, I went in and talked to Joe, and I wanted an alignment, and he they aligned my my uh, my car, and Joe will remember this, I'm sure. On my tires, they had cupped out a little bit because I had waited too long to to take care of the alignment and stuff. Yeah. Well, I also had the tires rotated as well. And I thought I was driving on cobblestone when I was heading home. And you remember I mm-hmm. called you and said, what the heck's going on? And we, I brought the car back in. We looked closely at the tires, and they were cupped on the outside. So now the question is, can you look at your tires, and do you see any deformities on your tire? Most of the time, you can feel them with your hand, feel the cups out. Yeah. Now, what caused the tire to cup is, you know, it could be a balance, an alignment. Air pressure, driving habits, or a combination of all those. Or uh, our wonderful Arkansas roads. Yeah. And and so I recommend, you know, let's like Dave, every other oil change, I'll check his alignment. And if it's out, I'll set it. And and I do that for other customers. If, if I make a change in it and do an adjustment on it, there's a charge for it. If I don't, there's no charge for checking it. Now, as far as rotating and balancing your tires, these light models, you have to do a, a tire pressure monitor relearn. If If... If Joe's Garage sold you the tires, we maintenance them for free. We'll do that for free. But if you didn't buy the tires from us, we're going to charge for that. And it's usually about uh, 20 to $30 That's to rotate and uh, you know, check the balance on them. If we balance them, there's a little extra. But just to rotate and relearn tire monitors, 25 30 bucks. All right. Does that answer your question? Well, the steering pulls to the left and to the right. Well, on 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 a vehicle that's pulling, that may have some issue with something worn out. Willie, we'll have to look at that and see. That sounds like a like a front end problem. Uh, could be a tire rod. Something could be, like could be a tire rod in, or you know, could be could be a ball joint or something like that, or a strut going bad. Just depending on what kind of car it is. Take it in, and let them look at it. Okay. Uh, hey, Dave. Yes. I need to talk to you about that 1995 caper. Well. You need to get, uh, we were going to talk about some things, and then you decided we wanted to wait. So are you ready to talk then? Pretty soon, Dave. All right. Let me know, <laughs> and then I'll buy you lunch. I told you that. I'd buy you lunch. So we got that set up. All right. We got to move on. Uh, 8230965. Go through what what you guys do to align tires. What You know, there's more to it than people think there is. I take mine to Joe. Okay, he's got that cool. He's got that cool machine. I mean, I it's like the equipment do that it. you use, and, and you know, it, it, it's you know, it, folks used to say, "Well, you brought your car in, and somebody'd have to go over and enter the year, make them all, and all that." Now you use a scanner. The VIN number scanned into the machine. The specs are in the machine, 
and and all you have to do is line everything up in the green and you'll have a good alignment but you're still back to alignments are only as good as the tech that's working on it yes because doing the center of the steering wheel and checking it twice to make sure it's centered that's that's just the way we do it and that's the way it needs to be done we want folks happy and you know if you do a good alignment on a car and you go drive it and, and you have a pull to the left or right it's generally a tire causing that and people say well, how could a tire make a car pull it's dished down on one side or the other yeah or you have one that it, it just the belts in it are harder and other ones are softer so it's harder to roll when it has weight on it that'll make it lead that direction yeah and not necessarily saying that the tire's coming apart but it's an indication that if it's an old tire that it is is that one of the reasons why when i get tires i get them four at a time is that why you'd rather put four on than put two on or just one on i mean well it's it's rotating them you know if you have one new one on there and three old ones because you don't want to buy the other three and they got a little life left in them that one tire you put on the tread depth on it is thicker and you know a ride height is important and if you have one that is if you want to rotate them around you're always moving one to the back it's not it's not good to do it that way you know if you bought two and put two on the front or the rear and move them back and forth that's that's not that's better but actually Four is the best way to go, Dave. Well, that's the way I buy them. I you know? buy them. And then you also look at it this way. You know, that one new tire is going to, the diameter is going to be bigger that's than the correct. old tire. So it's going to want to pull towards the side of the old side. Yeah, it's lower. Because, you know, just, it's, I don't know that. And they will the say, word, and people will say, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. That just, you know, wearing off a little bit of, of rubber is going to make that big of a difference? It really yes, does. it will. Let's just go back to the equipment just a minute. John Bean is made by Snap-on Corporation. That's the front-end machine I have. Uh, you can do a two-wheel alignment on it, but they don't want you to do that. They want you to do a four-wheel alignment because when you do the rollback on there, it tells the machine, even the rear differential, if it's not adjustable, if it's in a line. It's not crooked because you you have to have the rear set before you can set the front sort of track right. Yes, a lot of front-wheel drive vehicles, you have to, you actually set the rear camber and toe on it before you set the front. That way, it'll track right going down the road, and that could be causing it to lead one direction too if the rear is not lined up properly. So we do four-wheel alignments, and and I know a lot of people have seen that get behind a car on the interstate and it's crab crawling down the road sideways yeah. a little bit. That's it's really just, weird looking when yeah, that happens. Cause and that really eats tires up also. I can only wheel. imagine. Yeah. That it will cause problems for but you. That, but that's my thing on a front on a front end, you know, a four wheel alignment. You know, get it back. I don't care if it pulls left or right, but if that steering wheel's not straight, it just irks my soul. I Everybody wants that. I can't stand it. You know, because I've I've gone to because we don't have a we don't have an alignment machine. I take all my stuff to Joe, or I've took it to other places and I get it back. And, you know, and it, it drives straight as an air, but the steering wheel's crooked, and I just lose my mind over that. I can't I, I can't give it to a customer. Well, it's on that piece wheel. of equipment. It makes you get that steering wheel straight. Well, it's, it, you, you know, the steering wheel, the centering of the steering wheel is actually not determines whether or not the alignment's done properly or not. It's the centering of the wheel is not done properly. Yes. If you set everything else, you can be in the green. But if you don't ch- double check that that centering point, it may, leaves the steering wheel crooked, and it's an optical illusion and perception from the driver that it ain't right because the steering wheel's crooked. Yes. So it's very important to have the steering wheel as straight as it can be. You know, some dashes, the way their curvatures are, because we actually have to go in there and turn it left and right, and then we put a deal on it to lock it in place. Right. The, the, and you can't sit in the seat when you're doing that. You have to actually look inside the car. Yeah. 
So you're over there and you're looking at it. So, well, I think I got it straight. And then you'll go drive it and say, no, it's, it's not. We're back in there. We resetting it. It's basically what it amounts to. All right. We'll come back. More questions, more answers here on the Dave Ellswick Show with Joe and Russell. Both have uh, bumper to bumper certified service centers. We'll get those questions and answers when we return. We return. Hey, don't forget that uh, when we talk with the guys here from the bumper to bumper certified service centers, that they use bumper to bumper parts. They use those parts because there's a warranty on the parts. Two years or 24,000 miles. Yes, sir. Something goes wrong with that part, they'll replace it, and uh, you'll not have to even pay for any kind of uh, labor. If you use the uh, the bumper-to-bumper credit card, it's three years, 36,000-mile guarantee on them. That's correct, Dave. Okay. And uh, what are some of the other reasons why you all work with bumper-to-bumper? Well, for me, it's quality of part. How about you, Russell, and a price, you know? Yeah, qual- quality of part's good. Uh, the, the prices aren't bad most of the time. Um, you know, it depends on what you get, but... Mm-hmm. But you know, any 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 more nowadays is just having the part in stock. Yeah. That's that's the main thing. You know, can I get it today or can I get it in the morning, not next week or so you can finish weeks. the job and get the person out of the bay. Yes, that's correct, hundred percent. You know, and parts are parts. You know, you pay for what you get. You can buy a cheap part. You can buy a quality part and pay more for it. And we don't. Uh, we try and put the best part that you can get in the vehicle, so we don't have any warranty issues. And uh, course like russell said having it's the main thing so anyway they're they're very good at that and they have a big warehouse here big distribution center and and uh i think that uh only thing you could say that could be better about it uh they have excellent service is if they had more parts yes that's it. <laughs> and, and that's and that's the thing you know like our, our bumper to bumper uh evans auto parts down there they them guys are old car guys and you don't have to go through you know i'm if you call up there looking for a set of windshield wipers, they don't want to know if it's four-wheel drive or two-wheel drive or it's got, you know, cream-colored interior. But uh, That's a length. Yeah, you, you, just, you just tell them how I need this for this truck, and they're like, oh, gotcha. You know, and mm-hmm. then they, they know what you're talking about. You don't have to dis- describe the car down to a T of what color the wheels are, you know, just to get something. And then they drive around and drop them off, right? Yeah, they bring them to me and deliver and so all that So your people stuff. don't ever have to leave the bay. Yeah. And they're they're and they're just all around just 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 good people all around just good people and that's important because you know the goal for Joe and for Russell and uh, Dutch Garage Joe Garage is very simple get you in fix your car not work on your car fix your car and uh, you know do, don't guess they test so that they get the right part that they know they're going to need and then the the gig is to get the part as quick as they can get it installed, move, and get your car back to you so they can move the next car in oh, or truck. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the plan. I mean, you got a lot of people driving cars longer now, so you guys are being called on to do a lot of repairs now. Yes. Yeah, we're, we're, we're plenty busy for sure, you know, with the lack of the cost of a new vehicle now is just outrageous. And that, so is the cost and of the a used car. They don't have them, so that drove the price <laughs> yeah. of used ones up and... You know, folks now are making decisions on, well, it's, this car here is paid for. I can spend three or $4,000 on it and fix it up or 5000 or even $10,000 on it. And it's still thirty, forty thousand $40,000 cheaper than what they can buy. So, yes. you know. Well, that's and, and that's really important to keep in mind as well as once they get the supply chain all fixed up and the 
the chips are out there and stuff, it's going to take them some time to catch up. Boy. I don't know that the new car dealers will ever go back to stocking 100 trucks. I don't think they will either. No. It's going to be order. And, you know, and, and, the, and the thing is, they said, you know, what was it, January the 1st, all new car sales, average car price went up $10,000 or something sure. like that. Yeah. Ouch. And there's nothing. I mean, if you want a new car right now, you pretty much pay over a sticker just because they can they do can that. get that. Yeah, well. Tell that story about your buddy in the Cadillac that went down there yeah, to he Florida. Ordered, he ordered a Cadillac. Um it was some kind of special Escalade edition, and um, he had to pay twenty twenty thousand over a sticker just to get it ordered. Holy cow! And they said that's just what it is. So they call him back three weeks later and said somebody wants to buy it and they'll pay you twenty thousand oh, no, dollars over he, what you pay. <laughs> he won't even get the car until November. Oh my lord! October, yeah. November. Then it's like not that. a new car when you get it. Yeah, it's, I mean it's a, it's a twenty twenty three, but yeah, be brand new. Yeah, just saying. But he's having to wait. Well, yeah. I mean, you got to wait on twenty thousand dollars over what the sticker on it is. Yeah, it's that crazy. Just blows your mind. Did you hear about that ship that sank that had five thousand cars on the it? The luxury cars. Yeah. yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my lord, I can only imagine yeah. something like that. All right, got a question for you. Lou's got a twenty sixteen Chevy Silverado. It's fifteen hundred eight cylinder, five point three liter. The radio will change channel by itself. It's possessed. Yeah, did it for months. You could push the button. It would go back to the channel you were listening to, then change itself to another in a minute or two by itself. Then it just stopped. Now the touchscreen doesn't work. The display comes up, but when you touch it, nothing happens. Radio plays. You have to change channels with the knob. Oh, Lord. Star Star works and CD player works. You need a new radio, sir. That one is shorted out internally. No, yep. that's not good. Yeah, that's common. Very common on the radio. I mean, because they're cheap nowadays. You know, that, you know, 15 years ago, a touchscreen was $1,000. Now you can buy them all day long for 100 bucks, And they're just, they're just, they're not made like, the quality of them is just not even close to what they used to be. My dad had a, uh, wasn't a New Yorker, uh, I forget, it was a Chrysler. Wasn't an Imperial, that's the highest, but it was under the New Yorker. I had an Imperial. Did you? I had a 59 Chrysler Imperial. Yeah. So, you know, he bought it and not more than four months. And you'll remember back in this day where they got rid of the knobs and they went to those wheels and you would just run yeah. your fingers over the reel. Yeah. Those things didn't last no time. Inside, there was some kind of thing that was hooked into the, the wheel to do what the knob normally would have done. And if it went bad, they had to pull your radio out, open it up, and and put a new wheel in it. And it was not cheap. And my my dad, he would not, he wouldn't fix it. He got to the point where, son, you're not going to listen to the radio anymore in the car. You can't <laughs> now if you turned it and you kept turning, kept turning. Sooner or later, it might. Got to spin turn it. on. Got to spin it faster. Yeah, it just might turn on. But I remember, boy, my dad. He did not. He was upset with Chrysler about that. Newport. That's what it was. Yeah. Chrysler Newport. It was like driving a ship down the road. It really was. Definitely mm-hmm. was. All right. Uh, we got uh, time for another question. Here we go. 2006 Honda Civic EX four cylinder, one point eight liter. Uh, they want to know if you got any ideas on what's causing their issues codes 
My uh, 2006 Honda Civic has 21, no, take that back, 210,000 miles. Recently, it appears to be shutting off while I'm driving. It remains off for one to three seconds before coming back on and continuing to drive normally. The check engine light is on. The loss of power while driving has happened almost 10 times. No issue starting the car, but the powering off happens shortly into driving. My battery is fine, and the connections seem to be good. Uh, I got the following codes, P0685 and P2610. I know that you guys have memorized all the codes to all these cars, so... uh, well, both of them codes are voltage-related codes for that car. Um, less than five volts on the relay is a six eighty-five. Uh, Twenty-six ten is an ECM is an ECM voltage code. I, if if I had it in my shop, I would you know definitely check all the powers and grounds uh, on the on the actual frame itself and on the engine, uh, and also check the ECM because the ECM could be the one giving you the problems too. Could be getting hot over a period of time as you're driving it getting hot and, st- and, and the driver and stuff and the ECM start shutting down. I've yeah, that, seen that a lot. That power, that main power relay too, they've had some issues with them too. Yeah. So it it's be, in that area right there. And it could be in the, in that fuse box body control module area. Yeah. It could be in that that's, that's killing the voltage to it. But yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a, not a bad one to find there. So. Okay. Keep in mind now, if you're going to try to do it on yourself, you're going to destroy it yourself. DIY. Uh, know that you can guess and try to fix it or you can take it to joe or russell at the bumper to bumper certified service center and they will test and not guess and then they will fix your car and not just work on your that's car. Correct. that's right that's the difference that is a big deal you know last thing you, you want to happen is for a technician to say yeah been working on your car it's running now mm-hmm. well did you fix it that's the question you bet you did you fix it all right, let's talk about Jordan. Jordan's got a 2005 Ford Escape Limited, a six-cylinder, three-liter engine. So when I press the brake pedal, the rear turn signal lights light up as well. When I turn on the turn signal, the corresponding brake lights blinks with the turn signal. What could be the problem? You got some wiring issues in the back of your car. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is have they put a... Uh trailer tow pack yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm telling you that's uh you know because when when you had a when you had a 1157 bulb back here with a tall and a short element in it these were easier to fix but now that you have a four lamp system anytime you put a yeah. trailer wiring on there if it doesn't have the diodes in it and the resistors in it you can get feedback aren't you russell exactly 100 percent of the time and that's what it sounds like to me because it's doing it on both sides. Yeah, you got to have you got to have the little box that you wire in there, and that mm-hmm. that you know that de- deviates all that stuff in and out. And if you don't, it will backfeed across everything. I'm surprised the front lights ain't flashing too. Yeah, that, that's reason, what I got from uh, the deal. And, and the only reason why they're probably not flashing because it's got to go through the body control module to get to them. So, but yeah, that's that's exactly what I would say. I'm sure somebody went in there and just tapped into the back of the lights and hooked a trailer wire up, and that'll do it every time. Easy fix. Put the other thing in. Yeah. Okay. Take trailer wiring off and it'll work. That's Probably. my thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's get to a break here and then we'll come back and finish up with Joe and uh, with Russell. Joe, what's your phone number over there at Joe's Garage? Well, we got to do that 501 753 4685. 
That happened today. I went to call tell Heidi and tell her I was going to yeah. be a little late, yeah. and I didn't dial 501. Yeah. I just dialed the, the studio number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that, too sure that start about today. That. Well, I don't know if it started. No. It, it's it started recently because I've not. Well, in the past month, they've been switching them over because they make you dial the area code now for every number because they did. They said they did that. So the the suicide hotline. That's right. It's a nationwide number and it's a blanket. So if you're thinking about suicide or something, you don't have to dial an area code where you're at. It just automatically does it for you yeah you get to seven numbers and that's all you gotta yeah. do so keep that in mind awesome now you gotta dial 501 though so i've had to go back into my phone to all, <laughs> the, phone, all to the phone numbers and add the, add the 501 to that's it. great yeah. just half of mine don't have the 501 no i'm, I'm the same when way we were walking up to the door this morning i hit the button yeah two three oh nine six five on my phone i uh-huh. said well, that ain't gonna work and i went back in and i was putting the 501 in we got to the door and the door was green so we got to come in okay i was like wow you know i, I i'm gonna do that as those phone numbers come up i ain't going in there and doing i should have told you that heidi is psychic yeah she knows we were coming. she knows you were coming yeah. and right. so she opened the door for you all right don't forget about pat davis and uh, your health insurance you know we were talking about gas being a dollar a gallon more and how much that adds up to and i did a little calculation it was about fifteen hundred dollars difference for the year that is a lot of money but what if you went and talked to pat davis about your health insurance and let's say you're you're spending let's just say 500 bucks that's cheap yeah yeah Uh, let's just say you're just paying five i'm trying to make it easy (laughs) easy Uh, math yeah easy math here and he saves you 50 percent so he's saving you 250 a month take that times 12 you're saving yourself some money over the year just keep that in mind what would you do with that money uh, like I was saying about saving that $1,500, that's another week down in Florida for me. That's you know, right. I could be hanging out on the beach uh, while I was in Florida and, and going out and eat at, uh, I forget what the seafood place is oh, that's we, down there. We've got you a new place to eat down there. Well, if you go to Pensacola, go okay. to McGuire's, man. Okay, well, I'll have to try, that's not that far from, from Panama City. I may just drive up the road and, and try it. Well, I mean, you go through Pensacola going to Panama City, yeah. but oh yeah, McGuire's is every time me and Clint go down there to work on his house, we yeah. have to go to McGuire's like three times. Fish, fish place? No, it's steak. Oh, it's like an Irish pub. They got homemade root beer. Oh, it's crazy. Okay, now tell me, do I have to do I have to take out a life uh, some kind of uh, life insurance policy on my firstborn to be able to have a steak now? I mean, you know, is it that expensive? <laughs> it's about like an outback steakhouse, maybe a little more. No, that's not bad. But the steaks, the best steak I've ever had, bar none. I don't care. I've been all over the country. It's crazy. All right. I'm going to talk to you about something during the break. We'll come back and, and maybe mention it when we come back. All right. Bottom line, talk to Pat. Let him save you 50% on that. Then figure out how to get you no co-pays. And then when you got to pay those deductibles, for instance, there's a medicine that I take. And i got to make my deductible before I get the break mm-hmm. on it. So I had to buy two pens. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, And it was $575. Now when I go in and buy, they're $45 each. But you got to make the deductible first. Just keep that in mind. You know, Pat can help you with these deductible busters that you'll want to talk to him about. Call him at 501 605 
800-529-6935 or visit him online, yourhealthplanman.com. Not a ride? All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. All right, so what we were talking about during the break, I was talking about Steakhouse, is down in, in Dumas, or Dumas, depending on you know how you pronounce it. Bottom line, Taylor's Steak Shop, Steakhouse. Is that what you're talking, telling yeah. me about? Yeah, Taylor's. And it's really good. Is it pretty easy to get into, or do you need to make an, uh, a reservation? We always make a reservation, but, I mean, it's not. It's usually not. I mean, it's busy, but, you know, normally the wait's not just horrible. Okay. And then you were saying you went to Saracen? Yeah, the Saracen, yeah. The buffet, and said the, the buffet is just out of this world. The buffet, huh? the buffet is great. It's absolutely great. I, I'd give it to it. I, I don't even really care about the gambling. I just drive to Pine Bluff, eat the buffet. Nah, but, it, but, it, but it was really good. Look, I don't gamble. I I got better things to do than get other people my money. I always this one. I've always been told the house all, always has the odds in their favor. That's so right. Why am I going to give my money to them? So, but if you got good food, yes. I'll stop in and eat. And they got a nice uh, steak place inside there too. Or there's an actual. I've heard real good steak things place. about their steakhouse. Yeah. Is really good. Kind of right. like a like a certain tie kind of steakhouse kind of thing. It's it's really nice. And so you said that the buffet's forty bucks a pop. Yeah, forty bucks, and it was it's it's amazing. It's got pretty much if you want to eat it, it's on there somewhere. And the and the dessert buffet will just make you fat because it's really good. Do they give you a map for it? A so map. You can, yeah, so you can find your way around. <laughs> and how you just wander around and get it. <laughs> All right, five till eight. It's Dave Ellswick show. Joe and and uh, Russell are here. Um, I mean, th- this is a, a great question. It's it's what, three three sentences. Richard's got a 95 Buick Park Avenue, six-cylinder, 3.8 liter. Why does my motor surge when I'm trying to go steady speed? The RPM, uh, RPM gauge jumps up and down like fuel or air. I change the fuel pump, coil packs, and the module. Okay, here's the whole thing. Test, don't guess. This is when you start guessing and you start buying a bunch of parts. I want it hasn't fixed it, so you spent all this money and you haven't fixed the problem. No, but they're they're guessing at it. Yeah, you know? they're they're their process of elimination is kicking in, ain't it, Russell? Yeah, I got only got a few more things, and I probably have it well, whooped. 10, if you put if you <laughs> put a new motor in, it will work right. <laughs> we'll take that steering wheel off, put that steering wheel on a new car, and there you go. Cool. Go ahead. Well, I think that on that one right there, that 95 Buick Park Avenue, the 3.8 liter, that's a good engine. I'd be looking in the, uh, probably the throttle body area or possibly the mass airflow in that area right there. What yeah. do you think, Russell? I, I'm, I was I was with you. Same thing, throttle body area, you know, could have a uh, could have a vacuum leak on the intake yeah. or something like that, sucking a little air, mass mm-hmm. airflow, could have a hole in the pipe behind the mass airflow. Yeah. You know, but yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's those right little engines to. were very, very durable and very yeah, good. They were very tough. Yes. Very tough motors. Park yeah. Avenue was a nice looking little lot car too. Yeah, it was. That's that's on the the, the high end of that was a, cars. That was back in the bigger car days. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you want to find out for sure what that is, if we're right on this, you need to hook scanner up to it and go look at those fuel trims when you're mm-hmm. driving it, and look at the mass airflow readings because engine performance. Off the load, off the temperature of the air, and the barometric pressure, that's what that mass airflow does. It tells you whether you're at sea level, the top of the Rocky Mountains. So you would need a scanner and look at the fuel trims, and you could probably diagnose this issue. What do you think, Russell? I, I'm agree with you there, and I'd almost bet you it's got O2 codes in it, O2 performance codes in it. If I, if I was throwing guesses out there, I would say it's got O2 performance codes in it. All right. Russell, I asked Joe this question. Now I'll ask you, what's your phone number? 
My phone number is 501-778-2886. We're open from 8 to 5. I'm there, like, all the time. So <laughs> call me anytime. He's got, he's got a cot. Yeah, I, I got a recliner in my office. <laughs> Just so you'll know. All right, so Joe's Garage and, of course, Duck's Garage. Duck's is down in Benton, and Joe is up here in North Little Rock. Don't forget, we got Saturday, uh, Car and Truck Doctors, brought to you by Bumper to Bumper. That starts at 9 o'clock. Get more car answers for the questions that you have. If you have a question about your car and you just want to you know, uh, email me, email me at Dave at SalemLR.com, Dave at SalemLR.com. Don't forget that First Town Hall is a week from today, 7 o'clock, over at uh, the uh, Agape Family Life uh, Center. If you need uh, tickets, you go to 1011FMTheAnswer.com, uh, click on the link for the town hall, and you can purchase your ticket there. It's very easy to do. should be a lot of fun. Five out of the six uh, lieutenant governor uh, candidates have confirmed. I expect that the sixth will confirm as well. We're going to do uh, Secretary of State here in a few weeks and... We're going to do uh, the Arkansas Attorney General's office as well. Others, perhaps, if we can get things worked out on them. Joe, thank you. Russell, thank you for coming in and sitting down. We appreciate you you coming in today. Let's take a break. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, investment news coming your way here on 101.1 FM. The answer tomorrow, Robert and Chris, Matt Smith. All going to be here. We'll talk about uh, all things important and movies. Batman opens today. I'm seeing it at 345. See you tomorrow, 6 a.m. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.